Hello everyone, this is TechLitical. This episode is based on campus placements and as I'm the only one amongst all four who has backed on campus job, here I am to take you to a journey of campus placement, how to do preparation, how you can get an off on-campus job and uh, what are the things that you need to do while preparing and all other things. So by the end of the episode, I hope that you will get your all bases covered and be ready for getting an on-campus job. So basically, first of all, I'd like to tell you that what is on-campus job. On-campus is basically placements happening inside the college. So what happens is companies, they contact the placement cell and they come for taking a definite number of candidates for employment. So you have an advantage when you are sitting for on-campus placements compared to the off-campus placements. The advantage is that in on-campus companies, they come to take the students or they want to recruit you but in off-campus you need to approach them you need to convince them like please recruit me or market yourself but here college does that part for you so college has basically they have connections with some companies they have already uh, scheduled interviews scheduled online tests for all the things so you need not bother all of this you just need to take care of the preparations and you are done So I would like to compare the on-campus placements with a kind of rocket. So while launching a rocket, you need some escape velocity so that it can escape into space. So here space is the IT industry. And this college campus placements, they'll provide you the escape velocity to reach out to the space of IT industry. But there is a difference. So what is the difference? The difference is, in case of rocket, you you will reach only to a particular point, like the destination is fixed. But in case of here, you can drift anywhere you want, in any direction. So basically, even after getting a campus placement, you can start doing your job in whichever company you got the offer. But again, you'll be able to switch to a different role or to a different company. So basically, You can drift in anywhere in the space and choose your destination. So so I've heard uh, many juniors, they ask me about the process, what is followed in which company, which process do companies follow. So there is no as such uh, definite process, but yeah, there is a generic process or a flow uh, which is followed by every company. But the rounds may vary. So some of the companies, they take two technical rounds. Some of them might take three technical rounds. Some may take two online rounds, but there is a flow. So what is that flow? So the first uh, round, which is there in the flow is the online round. So the online round tests you on your aptitude skills, on your programming skills, on language specific skills, then on core computer science skills, like uh, your knowledge on operating system, on database management system, on computer networks, and some companies, they even drill you down to some automata questions, but that's very rare. The next round goes to a group fly round, uh, which is basically a question will be projected to you and there'll be a group of students who will be solving the same question and whoever gets it first or whoever gets it accurate, he goes to the next round. And after that, 
there might be multiple face to face rounds in which uh, you will be asked about technical questions and in some rounds you will be asked about your personality about your hobbies uh, what you plan to be after 5 years these kind of questions so some of them will be face to face technical rounds and some will be a techno managerial round now i'd like to uh, share my experiences uh, i have sat in multiple companies in my on campus placement some of them were uh, d shaw udan microsoft amazon and after which i backed offer from amazon so i would like to share that experience of the amazon campus placement here so uh, the first one was the online test as i told you there were two coding questions and there were 20 mcqs uh, those mcqs were based on the output questions so basically c++ java output questions and they refrained from asking from uh, the core computer science skills so their questions were mostly focused on dsn programming and the next rounds were fully technical rounds and they asked questions on dsa so on dsa also they asked on specific topics like trees linked list graphs and stacks and queues so these were all the topics on which my interview was based on and after two face to face rounds uh, the results were declared so there was no hr round in case of amazon but yeah Uh, there are hr rounds in most of the companies but some companies don't do the hr round they judge the personality when you are solving the questions so one question that is very much common in all the aspirants who want to bag a on campus job is like how to get all your bases covered just before the campus recruitment session so Uh, how can one prepare in 2 months how can one prepare in 3 months so i'll not tell you that you can just fully be prepared in 2 3 months before knowing anything just before those 2 3 months this will not happen you must have a basic knowledge of things when you are starting off for campus placement because uh, if you will tell like i'll learn in 2 3 months the entire programming language also i'll learn the dsa concepts also so that's not possible so before starting off for a campus placement preparation i assume that you have a basic knowledge of a programming language how things work and what is dsa so when you are learning for uh, campus placement preparations you should not be mugging up things so those things should be very clear in your mind so uh, first of all i'd like to brief down the topics of dsa which are commonly asked in campus placement and are very much important so let's go with that flow which i talked about in which the companies go while filtering the candidates so the first one is the online round so in the online round you'll be asked questions which will majorly revolve around strings arrays so there'll be two or three questions majorly one of them will be definitely on strings and arrays and the other question will be on graphs trees or d so in strings and arrays uh, the questions might be twisted a bit so that um, those concepts could involve some algorithms like take the example of cadian algorithm uh, which can be used to solve some problems of arrays so these all the things that will be uh, useful for cracking the first round 
now coming to the second question which will be based on graphs trees or dp so these questions uh, will mostly cover the basic algorithms of graphs trees and dp so you will not be asked any time the tough questions like the questions you get while you are going for um, coding competitions uh, in code chef or in code forces but there'll be the questions which will test your basic just if your basics are clear or not so take the case of graphs where you'll be asked questions which will majorly revolve around the breadth first search and depth first search so if you are very clear about the breadth first search and depth first search and you know how to apply them in day to day scenarios in problems then you can crack any question of graphs coming to dynamic programming people say like dynamic programming is very tough it's very difficult to get a grasp of it but the way of dynamic programming to study is just like you study mathematics so basically there is a formula for everything in dynamic programming so once you have solved some specific sets of question of dynamic programming it will be easier for you to incorporate those formulas or those strategies in some other problems so once you have uh, solved say at least 50 problems in dynamic programming and those 50 problems would be unique problems then you will be good to go to solve any problem in dynamic programming but again there is a catch in dynamic programming you will see in most of the articles people do solve questions using bottom up approach yeah but that is not the correct way of solving a dynamic problem The reason is whenever you solve with that approach you need to remember a formula the formula will be like uh, you if you add uh, row number 1 column number 2 and row number 2 column number 3 plus this 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 some result will be there and taking the maximum of all this will result into the solution but if your recursion is very much clear then you can go on to use the top down approach by memorizing the recursive solution So every time you get a dynamic problem just try to write the recursive solution for it and after you are done with your recursive solution test it out if it's working or not and then just memorize that solution and you'll be good to go So let me tell you about some of the resources that can be used while you are preparing for campus placements and how will you how will it help you in the long run as well So for getting a grasp of the concepts you can read uh, articles from geeks for geeks or even from code forces but for practicing questions i am talking only about campus placements and not about solving some questions in a competitive programming competition so if you want a good job uh, from campus placement just focus on lead code So in lead code you will see there are different sections of the problems like you will get problems with array strings they are segregated very properly you can just go to problems and then apply the filters for a particular topic you can select a difficulty level for the same and you will get a list of the problems you can go on solving them one another advantage with lead code is that after you solve that problem in lead code you can uh go to the solutions and see the solution which others have posted so you can see those solution and learn like whether uh, you have written the most optimized solution or there can be 
and solution which is more optimized than your solution and even you can see the ways of their coding their coding principles which they have followed the standards basically the constructs they have used or even uh, in some of the questions you might be seeing that you wrote a like 10 line code but that can be solved in a two lines so why not pick those two lines and just improve your strategy a bit so campus placement is all about making your own strategy and lead code will be a good tool for that because in lead code uh, if you practice um, almost there are around 1200 questions in lead code and if you are able to solve almost like 400 to 500 problems in 2 to 3 months uh, then you can like solve almost 90% of the problem that will be shown to you in an online round because the 400 and 400 to 500 problems that are there in lead code that almost covers all the topics this 400 500 problems are of easy to medium level you need not focus on hard level problems because they are rarely asked in campus placement then coming to our next next strategy which is how to achieve speed and accuracy for solving problems the speed and accuracy is a very important part in campus placement because the online round will be the main filter which will be applied to all the applicants and for crossing this filter you need to be very accurate and you need to have a good speed because there might be students who have solved like hell lots of problems but they might not have that much speed as you have so uh, the speed uh, becomes a very important role uh, while cross uh, if you need to cross that filter so for getting that speed you need to participate in some contests some hiring contests so these hiring contests you can go to hackerer or you can go to skillenza so in these kind of platforms uh, many companies they post their hiring contests so you can participate in those hiring contest you will get a virtual environment where there'll be a lot of participants who are just running after that job so you will get an environment where uh, you'll be able to judge yourself like how good you are so these kind of uh, platforms will also have some 2 hours of test so mostly the companies they will give a 2 hours test or a 1.5 hours test so that will be very beneficial for you and even you can participate in lead code weekly challenges which also give some five questions with a definite time and those five questions if you can solve in that definite time you'll be good to go and one more contest uh, that i would suggest for the aspirants is contest in code forces in code forces the diff 3 and diff 2 challenge if you are going for that that will increase your thinking power your ability to um crack those problems so basically uh, you'll be able to think fast so once you see a problem that solution will come up come in your mind very quickly because in those kind of problems that are there in code forces very rarely you will get questions uh, where there is a very complex problem which involves a lot of data structures and stuffs so that will not happen you'll be only tested on your problem solving skills and how fast you can think so let's move on to the next topic uh, that you need to cover while you are preparing is 
the core computer science skills which are operating system database management system and computer science networks so you need not go in depth of each of this subject but yeah you must be very clear with some of the concepts which i'll list down below is like uh, first i'll go with operating system so in operating system you must be clear about what are process what are threads uh, what are semaphores and some of the um, problems in semaphores and then after that how memory is managed and some of the paging algorithms are there in operating system that you must know because there will be mcqs based on that after that uh, there will be synchronization problems uh, that sometimes they ask those synchronization problems and even sometimes you will get mcqs on scheduling those uh, first come first serve scheduling then shortage of first scheduling so these kind of uh, scheduling problems they have some definite formulas that you need to remember and if you remember those formulas you'll be good to go in the mcqs and coming to database management systems is first thing you need to be good at is writing sql queries not complex queries but at least the basic queries like um, coming to the level like selecting the second largest element or doing some inner joins doing some outer joins then selecting unique elements from a table and um apart from all these you need to know how to design a table so they might give you a problem like design a um, say library management system so in this library management system how will you structure your data which one should be your primary key which one should be your foreign key how many entities should be there how they should be linked and you should be able to basically draw the entity relationship diagram for the entire design whatever you propose to them so these kind of questions they'll be basically asked in the face to face technical round in the online rounds what you will get is just the sql queries and sometimes some database synchronization problems might come but they are very rare again and then coming to computer networks uh, like i personally i did not read that much so i might not be able to tell you all the questions but whatever is my experience is like i haven't seen as much questions in computer networks in an online round as kept for companies who come for a networking profile so in these kind of companies you will get some uh, networking questions which will be related to routing and some kind uh, sometimes some uh, router problems may come some Uh, latency problems which are there in computer networks they might come but again if you are not that good in computer networks also still you can crack a good campus placement job because what you can do is when someone uh, when you go to a technical round basically a face to face technical round you can whenever the interviewer he'll ask you question regarding the computer networks you can say that hey i am not that good at computer networks but yeah i am well versed with uh, other computer core computer science skills like operating system database management system and data structures so in most of the situations uh, in which i have heard i have experienced is that they'll deviate so they'll deviate themselves to those kind of uh, questions and one thing might come to your mind after listening to this like will it create a bad impression on the interviewer no it will not because uh you can't just master each and everything because this computer networks database and operating system they are 
a different subject in them so they are a vast world so there'll be like many concepts in these kind of uh, domain so you need to study a lot and it cannot be mastered in 4 years of bit so the next uh, skill which is very much important in campus placement is knowing a programming language end to end so you must know a object oriented programming language while you are um preparing for campus placement so sh- it should be either of java c++ or python because in the industry mostly these languages are preferred and they are used so the interviewer who might be interviewing you he might not understand well enough the other languages so he can be a kind of biased uh, while judging your solution so you must restrict yourself to these three languages and even in the online rounds when the where you get the mcqs they'll be mostly based on the output prediction questions from java and c++ so it is good to know uh, these two languages so that you can grab some extra points in that online round to get out that filter and um this language specific questions sometimes they do ask you in technical rounds as well so sometimes they might ask you um some questions which are very much related to a language like they sometimes ask uh, disk uh, tell me something about multi threading in java or how can you implement it and sometimes uh, like about pointers in c++ they might give you a problem in pointers and they ask you like how will you solve it or um they might they might ask you about pointer arithmetic so that time if you don't know these languages it will be very difficult for you and um some i have heard some questions from my juniors like they asked me like which language should i follow like you told me like java c++ and python now which one to choose like in choose like you can choose any one but from my perspective uh, anyone who is setting for campus placement he should know either c++ and java and python like you can know or may not know it is a good to know but at least c++ and java one of them you should know because again i told you that in mcqs they'll be centered the questions will be centered around c++ and java only and very rarely they'll ask python coming to the next question which i often get asked is how important is resume in case of on campus placement so i would like to assign a 15% weightage uh, to the resume and 85% to your skills the problem solving skills and the core computer science skills because the companies which come in colleges the interviewers who come in colleges they know that you are a final year student you may or may not done have a uh, good internship you may or may not have done a good project but you definitely should have those skills but a good resume and a good profile is a good to have thing and one should definitely have it because it markets you to the outside IT industry so even if you have got a good on campus job so further if you want to switch so if you have a good resume a profile in hand it will be very easy for you to do so so we in techlytical my friend ayush uh, he has a episode 
on how to build a linkedin profile how to write a cover letter uh, so we'll be sharing that episode very soon So now let's talk about uh, the communication skills and your personality. How does it help you uh, grab a placement job? So communication skills it matters a lot. So why does it matter? Because in the technical face-to-face rounds, when you are explaining the interviewer how you are going to solve a problem and what is your approach, it is very much important that you are able to convey whatever you have in your mind to the interview. So the most easy strategy to do is like whenever you are solving a question, just whatever you have in your mind, whatever the thinking process that is going on in your mind, you should try to convey it to the interview. So it is just uh, go on speaking. So there should not be a moment of silence for more than three to four seconds. So you should constantly go on explaining him. Yeah, this is the solution I came up with. So please tell me if you want a more optimized solution. Uh, this I have used O of one space or it is taking O of n square time complexity. Always try to quantify those things. Like what will be the time complexity of your uh, solution? What will be the space complexity of a solution? And ask the interviewer like uh, how, what you want else. So this things will only come up when you have good communication skills. So how to improve this communication skills if you don't have? So you can definitely go to PRAMP and take some virtual interview sessions. So there'll be um, sessions that go on, like you can opt in for one, like you will interview the other guy and the other guy will interview you. So with this, you will ultimately inculcate good communication skills. So considering the scenario which is going on now, the COVID scenario where all the interviews are happening virtually. So getting a lot of virtual interview sessions just before your actual interview will be a very good uh, point for you and will be a plus point for you when you go for a real interview. one thing now like if you are in one of the campuses in which companies do visit like good companies do visit then campus placement is the best opportunity to get into the top-notch companies but if you are in some college uh, where you the companies don't come like good companies and the big tech giants they don't come then you should not be sad like hey I'm not getting a campus placement. What should I do now? Like we have some episodes lined up for you, which will help you grab a good good off-campus job. So last but not least, don't be sad if you get rejected from an uh, an interview. So if you didn't get a good offer, you landed up getting a offer uh, which you did not, which you don't like, because there is always a scope for switch. Just what you need is strong dedication, smart work and proper time management. So that even when you are working in a company, you can take out time for prepared. 
so this brings to the end of this episode i hope you got some good insights about campus placement and how to prepare for it for some mean, more meaningful episodes and for some talks on tech stay tuned to techlytical follow us on our twitter handles at the rate techlytical and on our instagram handle at the rate techlytical underscore we'll be happy to hear your feedbacks and would be glad to help you all and even you can uh, ping us on our on our social media and linkedin we'll be glad to help you out in case you have any doubts thank you see you next time